0: Doom, 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 doom. that's the count in. Alright. We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul mouth? Fuck you, man. Yeah, arm the Lutarts. That's my motto. Worst or not you know that you are already fucking with the worst um starting this show more faded than usual and we're gonna get at it i am your host Fally glacius mc onion the rap scallion puna de franco the boulevard Thunder god known to the ladies as a pimp named sugar cookie also people know me as the archduke pest mode uh adam strange is here as hey, always. Hey everybody, how as, you doing? I just couldn't do it without him. Uh, Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger. Uh, we will all have a moment of silence for uh, Silver Glass. She's just not here. Nothing happened to her. Don't worry. She just has other shit to do. I thought you were gonna say Louis Anderson. Oh man, because don't even we me started. is a bad year for comedy. It's it, the thing about him. Is you remember like
1: okay before baskets? Yes. There was a moment when, like, the last thing he was doing was um, the Family Feud. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever watched any of those, but th- that was, like, the I worst did. ever. And he would always—it was just cringy. Like, everything he did was, like, uh, and it was I, so—I just felt so bad for okay. him as a person. Because, like, his career up to that point, like— he was funny as shit in, in the beginning, but then it definitely d- deteriorated to just fat jokes. Like he come out, his stand-up with well, just kinda, be fat jokes. Right,
0: but that's kind of what he was doing, but that's not even... Uh, like, for me, here's the thing, is that when I heard that uh, Louis Anderson died, um, I was like, oh, that's very sad. But the problem for me... Well, not problem, but the reason it was less sad for me... Is that because exactly what you're talking about, the um, Louis Anderson Family Feud era. Mm. I had been told way back then. We're talking about what, late 90s, right? Yeah. 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 Like So I had been told that um, Louis Anderson killed himself back then. Yeah. And for like 10 years after Family Feud, and I did. I watched Louis Anderson on Family Feud. Mm-hmm. But... Somebody told me that when there was, cause like there was a series where like they kept rebooting it with new hosts or whatever. Yeah. And then somebody was like, yeah, because Louis Anderson killed himself, and I just believed that to be true until literally that show Baskets came on, and I was like, yo, that mom is yep. that's Louie Anderson. And which, by the way kudos to you sir say, that was fucking amazing killer like not even not even cro- the
1: cross-dressing aspect he he killed the fucking no, acting like right. he acted the shit out of that part he was just somebody's fat aggravating mother and i didn't like baskets is cool it's, it's fine it's I, not my type of humor like i tried and i tried I, I got through season one i watched like one or two of season two it's just like you know like awkward bad things happening to awkward people absolutely and that's the whole thing and like absolutely. comedy in how horrible a situation is is my least favorite comedy
0: all right well i will say this i like, like the
1: galligan Africans, so i think he's fine
0: i actually completely agree with you in the sense that like i didn't watch after the first season for the same reasons but that's why i think it's tremendously good art you know what yeah. i mean like um like art, should, the point of art is to have an effect on you one way yeah. or another. You know what I mean? And so I completely agree with you that like I, because I can't lie, like I didn't, I didn't watch it after the first season, but it was because it was having such an effect oh, on me.
1: There's there's music so I like, hear like far out experimental music where I'm like, kind of hurts my head, but I'm really glad that this person made this, and I'm probably not going to play it again. But it's really cool they made it
0: you know yeah all right i'm with you but my point though going back to paying respect to louis anderson uh was that i was bummed when i heard he died but i literally thought he was dead from the late 90s from like 98 99 till whenever baskets came in yeah so that's a good 15 years plus probably yeah you know what i mean and then i so let's say I don't know When did Basques come out 2010 2012 uh, Something Yeah In the last decade Right yeah. During Obama Right So like I went like Something like 20 years Thinking that Louis Anderson Was already dead Not even thinking But like I just mm-hmm. That was what I was told You know He's been dead And I don't know Anything else And then now In 2012 Yo Oh shit He's killing it in this performance, especially for a person that up until literally I just saw you on the screen right now, you were dead. I thought you (laughs) thought you were fucking dead. I kept saying, so it's less tragic for me because I've already gone through this. There were all these headlines all year, like David Lee Roth
1: show in Vegas postponed. David Lee Roth shows. David Lee Roth concert in Vegas. COVID concerns. COVID. And I was just like, I knew he was alive, but uh, he's playing shows. People are going to him. I really thought he'd be, like, out at the county fair right now. Like, last time I saw David Lee Roth, he was doing, like, a commercial for um, some kind of shampoo that mm-hmm. made, made you not lose your hair as quick. And it was pretty It was pretty sad, the, the commercial. Like, you saw him, you're like, oh, Diamond
0: Dave. Oh, Especially because, oh. yo, as two, can we just talk as two bald men, frankly? Mm. Like, yo, it's, yo, bald is not a problem. You know what I mean? No. Like, and this is not some well, bald project, Although I, you look, I, I, I would do the commercial. That's I, what, I mean, I don't know what his why they that, not he's, that commercial. He's bald.
1: He, he had a you know he had right. a hat on. Right. So it was weird to me that you think they'd have somebody who wasn't bald to be like, look, I used the shampoo, not like I wish I had used the shampoo. <laughs> But now I
0: use the hat. Nah, it's bullshit. This is what I'm saying to you. Is that... And and you know this. Like, fucking... And I don't even say this uh, because I'm bald. Even though I am an activist and I speak for the balds. You know what I mean? But um, even when I, like... I found no market difference between like when I was single and trying to holler at chicks when I had a a thick, lustrous head of hair, which, you know, I did. I had ponytails, I had weird fucking hair shit going on, you know what I mean? I had chicks trying to braid my hair, all that, but then when I started losing it, I had dignity enough to just shave my fucking head and, you know, get it down and I, what I what I discovered was that like, chick some chicks are into bald dudes, some chicks are not, which is the same result I got when I had hair, but no one's into balding. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when your shit starts to go and you're trying to hide it. Yeah. There's no chicks that are into that. They're not like. And I just realized how antiquated I sound. Like, yo, leggy dames are not into uh, the comb over. Unless they have daddy issues that are horrible. I don't, I think even then, though, like. Yeah.
1: Like, look, some chicks. Well, I see dudes, like, I don't understand any guys that, that like, I don't say Rob Corddry is a good example. Like, that mm-hmm. have the hair in the back that, like, rock the the, like, full dome top. But Then have the like the The crown.
0: No, it's the horseshoe. Yeah. I just the George Jefferson. That
1: just I mean, mine will do that sometimes because I'm I've been busy and I haven't had time to cut it. Yeah. But I would have cut it. You know, like I would have if if there was a barber at my job or whatever. Like if I had the time to to have more haircuts, I would. Oh, don't get me started. Yes, absolutely. And and if there was a machine, like fucking if the flow be if there was a helmet that could drop from my ceiling in my bathroom and just fucking shave my head, I wish. I know it sounds dangerous, everything about it. Yeah, but you I just honest. can't I, I always miss bits on the back and I hate that shit.
0: And so oh, I don't no, often like, do
1: it myself because of that. And I, I still do.
0: And this is me getting old, not just in the balding sense, but like um in the same way that I have grown to love mowing my lawn and sweeping my floor. Yeah. Like I keeps the clippers i get yeah no i shave it myself once a week and i get what you're saying but for me nah it's a pleasure thing like yeah get out of here get out of here make it like all level and cleaned up i'm Honestly, with it i'm with it bro
1: now number one i wouldn't want to be floating around in my own hairs but like if i if i had a waterproof set that i could sit when i'm laying in a bathtub you, that could somehow buzz my head while i was laying in a bathtub now if you could vacuum it up
0: Yeah, okay. No, I feel you, but what I'm saying is that for me, I do obviously if you're gonna shave or, you know, cut your hair, do anything, you always take a shower after. Totally.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's just that I only get like It's crispy. I don't get a lot of a lot of baths. And every now and then when I have like an hour where I'm gonna take a bath. You You fuck with baths? I love bathtub. I love a nice hot ass bathtub. A movie playing on a screen nearby. Yo, this is a major revelation. A big cold drink. Oh fuck that. I get claw tub. If I, if I was... I would have one of them Cialis motherfuckers out on the deck if I lived yeah, out in the country. Get yeah,
0: out yeah. like, like, wait, but like his and hers, like in the commercial? Me as well. I mean, you know, I don't see that. You know, I, Yo, I was, shout out.
1: I, don't, I see my wife like, fuck you. I'm not taking a bath out there on the deck, asshole.
0: Eleanor Strange and I would, is definitely And then I would fill the not, other bathtub with
1: ice and then beer.
0: Secretly, though, so I could reach she over. would want to.
1: That would actually be a great commercial or video where there's two bathtubs, and it looks like he's reaching over f- for... For her, her hand But he, just her. Gra- he grabs a beer Cracks it And then drinks it
0: Oh wait So it's what you're The other battoes Full of ice Hold on What we're plotting out Right now Is like The elevator pitch Is the Corona commercial Meets the Cialis commercial yeah. Yo That's hot Clawfoot bro
1: Be- <laughs> Like Corona <laughs> Could do a, a thing Where like Now that nobody likes us Because our name Is the same as a virus We got this new idea That
0: we're gonna make Make them think That Corona gets them hard Yo, do you think that fucking... Like Mexican Delta, water
1: has so much Viagra in it.
0: Delta Airlines is going to start fucking serving Corona to everyone for free. They already did. <laughs> it's like, yeah, let's just push it. Um, also, I just want to say Cialis or Corona, if you're out there, or Clawfoot Bathtubs, yo, rate, review, subscribe, because... Um, honestly, Adam Strange is your main fucking... That's, that's your spokesmodel right there. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. Like bathtubs, getting commercials. Just the idea that... Like showers. Like why don't... You know, instead of like, just say no. They could use that money to be like, showers...
0: You know you, ass, you know you got a dirty ass. Like, you know your ass stinks. No, you're missing Shower. the point. You're missing the point though, because they're not when they put the clawfoot bathtub up on the side of the cliff. They're not selling baths, nor tubs, nor hot water. They're selling boners. Yeah. Literally, they're selling you hard dick on the side of a cliff in a <laughs> clawfoot tub. Do they? I, I guess Here's the thing is Like
1: that's what I said Television Has, has utterly shifted So mm-hmm. much in the last decade But like Are there still commercials For that I, I haven't seen a, yes. I, I have not seen A boner commercial For a while But I don't watch Football you games If you watch Football games I'm you, guessing That people that you watch Football don't you Got on, good
0: dicks I guess you, I don't know You stepped on my joke But yes That was uh, Yes That's where you see Boner pill commercials Is uh, And ironically You know Like During the football playoffs and Super Bowl, domestic violence spikes like crazy. So it's like, you know, soft dick motherfuckers beating their wife over their football team kind of shit. Yeah. Which, you know, that's not cool. I just like put that out there. I'm going to take the unpopular
1: stance. This doesn't normally happen, but you see, the Bills
0: lost. Mm, Take your boner pills and whatever you do after that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not, um, Unlinkable. It's pretty, you know, ABC.
1: Not funny. I don't see advertising like I used to. Like, half the shit I yeah, see. You are, watch are streaming like, shit. And most of it is either I'm paying, so I don't have ads, or YouTube, which is the best of like. Before you don't even look at the ad because you're watching that little counter in the corner say, five, four, three, two, one, skip ad, click. And so, like, you don't even see the ad because you're so busy watching the button to skip it. So you only have to watch the ad. And if I see ads, it's always something like, do you need a MIDI chord pack? You can buy these MIDI chords. And I'm like, they're, they're chords. You can just play them. But that's just me. I'm just like, I get, I get ads for music production, and that's the new thing. Is like, they know who you are now. They know mm-hmm. Google knows who the fuck you are. So if you're watching YouTube, they know who that is. They're like, here's an ad. You, you signed in.
0: We know who you are. Yeah, but I keep trying to tell you that you're Adam Strange famous. So just like... Don't, yo, you know what? My algorithm doesn't know me at all. And I will say this, like, sometimes I say that, like, it's a brag. Know me by now. For sure. That'd be a
1: great, like, Facebook commercial dissing Google. Like, Google doesn't know you, but we do. It doesn't. We read all your emails.
0: No, this is the whole thing to me is that, like, in some ways, I feel like popping my collar about it. You know, like, yo, my algorithm doesn't even... It can't catch me. Because here's the thing. Like, something I say to people regularly is like, yo, don't let the algorithm get you. Because... Right now, there's a computer in California,
1: and it says, Michael Capra, comma, likes boobs.
0: Oh, it it says way more... Likes boobs, comma, rap. Dirtier shit than that. But uh, point B, they're like, yo, why does he look at this so much... But um absolutely, but I will say that like when my algorithm suggests me like fuck shit that I would never either purchase because it's an advertisement or like, I was <clears throat> like, oh, do you want to watch this music thing on YouTube? And I'm like, dude, you know, I don't listen to bluegrass. The fuck are you talking about? Like, I feel pumped about that like yeah I shook this algorithm but I'm not gonna lie like uh, you know um, regular listeners of this show might know that you know I I had a stalker for several years Um, and she would like send me emails and be like yo I wanna go to like a yoga retreat with you and do uh, kids things and like you know Family oriented shit. And I'm like, why? You, you don't know. stalking the wrong person. You, yeah, like, you are clearly meant to be stalking Skidoo. Like, why aren't you stalking him? And, like, don't get me wrong, I didn't tell her that. But I definitely was like, it was a weird feeling to be like, yo, my stalker doesn't know me at all. Yeah. She's tried to break into my house twice. And... Like followed me down the street, done all kinds of fuck shit, but but you think I want to go on a yoga retreat or like I want to go camping or yeah. like, bitch, like yeah. I never wanted to go camping
1: until I had a job, it's working all day every day. The idea of like, oh wait, there's no job at camping. I, I, I fuck a tent. I'll sleep in a tent. I'll sleep anywhere. I sleep. You can just tell me like sit in your car for two days and I'd be like eh, you know it could be worse
0: No, look don't get me wrong I I have had a few experiences um, where I went camping and it was just phenomenal I'm not like a lake in Oregon that we all camped at I listened to uh, the robot fucking playing acoustic guitar on a campfire literally the most cliche she could ever think and I was just like whoa I'm in my feelings right now But I make fun of it No, and I must, mercilessly Because, you know, I spent a few months When I was 18 as a homeless person And it was terrifying It sucked, and I don't mean like Hippie homeless, I've said it a bunch Like, it was, you know Sleeping in parking lots and abandoned vehicles And bullshit And so, like, never, once I once I got back inside a building, yeah, I will never pretend to not have a building to sleep in. Are you kidding me? I don't care if it's a fucking house or it's a fucking uh, apartment. Often, whatever the fuck it is, if it say, has four walls and a ceiling, um, I'm in there. I'm not playing with you. More don't. than once, I
1: said that. People have been like, "You want to go camping?" I'm like, "But, but I already Eep. I paid rent this month already. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: I didn't. I can't get that back. I didn't claw my way back to indoors." To fucking pretend that I don't have a fucking bathroom, or like hiking,
1: I'm like you wanna drive somewhere and then walk, and Bro, then get back in your car and drive home, like
0: knock it what? off. You know that I was uh, I I had a suspended driver's license for 18 years, and it wasn't even for a fucking DUI. Everyone's always like, oh DUI, what'd you do? Murder someone in this? With a vehicle, vehicular means no, bitch. It just it's that's how New Jersey gets down. They didn't let me have a driver's license for 18 years, so I had to walk fucking everywhere. And when people are like, yo, you want to go hiking? I'm like, bitch, no, no, I don't want to walk on purpose. No, I've discovered. I would drive to my fucking from my couch to my bathroom if I could. I've dis- I've shit. discovered
1: Airbnb cabin camping. It's when you rent a cabin. Somewhere out in the middle of nowhere, and then you can just hang out at the cabin. And then you can go out on the porch. Yeah. You can can walk around in the woods near the cabin, you know. Yeah, it's glamping essentially. And that's that's nice. That's my new thing. I could
0: do that. No, I fucks with glamping. Do you remember when like when we were doing like mediocre as a band and we would play hippie festivals and we had like RVs, yeah. we weren't like tour yeah. bus level yet, but we had RVs and you could just like be at a hippie festival and be like, oh yeah, people, we played we played a set and it was awesome and it was fun. And people treat us famous for just this weekend and they want to give us free drugs and liquor, but then later I can just go up in the RV and like the very first place I seen, remember uh, Tony Hawk 360 or whatever that video game was called, yeah, on PlayStation when they had the first like real ass skating. First I ever saw that was being just too faded for the hippie festival. And be like, I gotta go to the RV. And Hawkenberry sitting there playing the fucking. I was like, what the fuck is this? And you know that I, you know, I was a guy on drugs after that. But you know, it was it was noteworthy. Maybe not. Maybe not worth putting in a podcast, but
1: it's not like we're gonna edit this. That actually reminds me I was watching these interviews with is a bunch of like I guess the dude from the Daily Show, Jordan Kemper, Kempler, whatever. I love has, that dude. has been deep diving on the insurrectionists for the last since it happened. Basically I hope so. he's just, he's in there to. interviewing everybody and a reoccurring thing, okay, and they talk about all the Trump rallies and how that all mm-hmm. the Trump rallies were, were packed. It, it was Tor. OK, it wasn't like Trump went to Kansas and then all the people from Kansas came out and then he went to Detroit and all the people from Michigan came out. It was tour. That crowd was moving with him. Like mm-hmm. most of those people were like, no, nah, I used up all my vacation days or I left my job and I just lived in my car and I went rally to rally. And they would go rally to rally after like three or four. They'll start selling shirts and hats and water. And they were basically wow. doing Trump tour. And that cra- those crowds weren't crowds. They were mostly crowd that came around with him. And so it wasn't like the whole country was full of these red hat motherfuckers screaming. They, it was actually a moving circus, you know, like it was Trump's version of dead tour in a weird way. And they, they did that. They, they made friends for life. Absolutely. So they connected with strangers from other cities and did what we did on tour. But for racism,
0: pro-racism, although let's be fair, uh, there is a lot of MAGA support in the old deadhead crowd. Oh, yeah. The motherfuckers are really... Here and there.
1: I mean, it's 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 a weird one. Because I definitely met at the same time a more lot than you, of More than that, you would
0: think. More than you yeah, would think.
1: But there's a lot of... Say, I got one across the street from me that's this old lady that keeps spray painting like GOP lies, steal elections, like dump Trump on her trash cans. Really? There's a lot of... I mean, old hippies in general are, are far more liberal than... The, Ooh, than I the wokesters of today, okay. and there so, are some. No, but, there's always rednecks. Okay, Necks.
0: all right. So, but here's the here's the thing for me. And yes, dreadnecks and Grateful Dead is a real thing. Uh, just as a sidebar, like because really, and I fucking I have barely listened to any of their shit because like, and I I'm not saying this in any kind of way, but like I detest their music. I, I find it it just it irritates the fuck out of me. But um. Mo- it's just a lot of bluegrass covers largely a lot more than one would think or that i thought whatever but there's like there's a lot of i'd say country-ish rock in grateful it's Dead. hella li- country but there's hella a bluegrass. lot of, there's a lot
1: of just blues rock and there's a lot of right
0: yeah no that's funk. that's there's old. some funk there's, there's, no, funk. there's no funk there's no funk shake
1: down street there by the definition of what funk is there's funk did okay, you, you wait. What are we,
0: are you, okay, what are you defining funk as? And this is okay. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. Finally, I mean that, you know, granola funk is gonna get down to what the funk is.
1: But you no, know, the fucking four four. Focus on the one. <laughs> yeah. But but
0: fucking Shakedown Street. <laughs> boom boom. Like yo, on the one, the bass hits on the one, the bon, drum bon, boom. Boom, boom, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Timberland. <laughs> Sample Shakedown Street for a Jay Z song. GFE sampled Shakedown Street
1: first. I'm just saying that it's fucking funky. Look, I'm. S- Did you do- know that Aretha Franklin's band for all of her major hits were white guys? Hold
0: on, don't get don't get off the subject. R E S P C T. No, okay, don't get off. So first of all, fucking. Uh, Otis like Otis right. Redding wrote that song. He wrote it. Second of all, he didn't play it. What on I'm her saying, album. don't get off the subject. What I'm saying to you is that funk is simple. It's it's a four four break. It's the bass hitting on the one. And, you know, it's a lot of other shit, but it's simple. You know what I mean? And Grateful Dead, Fish, all that hippie shit is noodly as fuck. Okay, if you got 200 songs, they're not the same
1: song. I said they got one funky song. They can have one if they got 200 songs. No, that's
0: fine. They might be giants play some funky in their 10 albums. Parliament Funkadelic has as many songs... Especially if you're talking about original songs, not covers. They have way more songs than the Grateful Dead or, Mm. come on, bro, original songs? Well, number one, it's hard to say that because you're
1: talking about seven different bands. At least four different bands. So you can't say that, like... You know, the B-Funk All-Stars kind is, of have... That is a fair argument. ...have all their songs, okay. but those are cover songs now because the guys that wrote them aren't up on stage playing them. It's somebody he hired to play right. that song right. now. The, and he fi- didn't even sing okay. all of them that's originals. Fa-
0: that's a fair argument. But what I am saying to you... Dead have three the, times the albums. Yo. They can have more albums. They These mad cover songs. No, and they're, they're not. Also-
1: they don't have any... The Grateful Dead... Uh,
0: they're doing mad. Here's new- the thing, no, I'm not gonna mad argue about something bullshit. I don't know
1: because you obviously just admitted you, you don't know. I will. I will. But but you're wrong. It's I don't even like I their music be, that much. I might be, but you wouldn't
0: be able to know that because
1: you won't even argue it. I, I'm saying I just did. Yo, P. I I already won the argument. No, you didn't because I know
0: the great. Yo, dead. I don't, don't like them and I know. In them. any, first of all, in any format, yes, you are correct. The Parliament Funkadelic, P-Funk, and whatever format they. Came in or did the shit. Had a lot of different people. So did the fucking Grateful Dead. Really. Motherfucking Bruce Hornsby was in the Grateful Dead. Yep, there, there was there. John are, Mayer was in the Grateful Dead, bro. That's no, that's post.
1: I'd say I would say the Grateful <laughs> Dead ended, and I wasn't even considering <laughs> that. But if you're gonna start talking about that, then there's more original songs because they've written stuff since then. It's not good. P Funk
0: like, is better than the Grateful Dead. Period. Yeah, totally, totally. Also, but they don't have
1: that. Doesn't make them have more songs.
0: Also, P Funk is funk. Yeah. The Grateful Dead is not funk No That's
1: Noodle Rock No, but they have some funk in their huge collection of songs There
0: are Johns They do have a couple well, of Leonard Johns Leonard Skinner like, played a little bit of funk here and Yo, there. honestly Yo, I hate to say it, but Yeah, because there's No, they did They had They had more funk, bro Definitely racist and hated rap music But they were definitely biting off the right people because, and
1: S- it's—I never liked Skinner. Southern rock learning about bands as I have been the last they few years. They had some shit with them, bro. Skinner, like they, they these dudes—they they weren't as racist as they seemed to be. And even them, when they were like bitching about Neil Young, when that happened, George whatever, like the the governor,
0: yeah, is like, a they, they
1: were still hating the shit that was happening and down there but they were still mad at that guy for dissing them but they were still they were were still anti-racist even though they they fucking rocked the fucking confederate um, flag but i didn't even like the allman brothers i would always be like no it sounds racist to me but then i'm like oh a black dude started that band it was like one of the allman brothers playing with a black dude that was like the the root of that band and there was always a black member that doesn't
0: that doesn't make them not racist no i know but okay The,
1: the muscle shoals thing it's like the most racist part of the country. There's one studio and one little group of dudes that are making like, basically playing black music, and they're white people appropriating. Absolutely, I but, mean, that's, but then black artists are coming to them that's and being like, music are. "I like you better it's than my band." My you mind. know, they get fucking like. I said Aretha Franklin comes down there, and that's that's her band is these like group of little white dudes that are playing music. They become like, you know, they they fly around to be her band, and you don't think of that when you hear R.E.S.P.C.T. like the Queen of Soul, and there's white guys playing her music, and that's just that's. I don't know, cool to me All their people that they they played for Were mostly black singers You know, like When a man loves a woman
0: Can't keep his mind yeah, on nothing You mean like You're talking about like the Funk Wilson Brothers Pickett, you mean like the Muscle the, Shoals
1: Muscle Shoals group There was like two groups down there Of, of guys playing music But like It's kind of the same thing The same with like tracks And all those like studios Would have like The Funk Brothers Like their band
0: That was like This is the house studio Well the Funk brothers studio brothers only had one white guy No And that was, was that, that was, was Messina Yep Messina, and that's that's actually kind of a funny thing because everybody thinks you know Loggins and Messina, and they mm-hmm. think that Messina's the loser and Kenny Loggins, because he's got you know Highway to the Danger Zone and the Caddyshack thing, that he's the big deal. No. But Messina was the only white dude in the Funk Brothers, and the Funk Brothers, for anyone that doesn't know, is the house band for Motown. You know, and at that same time, Motown signs
1: fucking Neil Young. And Rick James, who have a band together, yeah,
0: that's their, fir- their that's first like,
1: band together. That's just the, the, I don't know, it's just funny to me, just the idea that somewhere in Canada, Rick James and Neil Young were sitting somewhere getting high, like we are going to be the biggest shit this world has ever seen. No, do you even know? And Rick was like, you know, I can't go in America, right? Yeah,
0: I ain't in Canada because I want to be, right? But do you know like how they met? Was that um, when Rick James, at least, now granted. We, grain of salt there, but from the documentary i watched they said that you know obviously rick james was on the run i think this is proven facts you know that he was on the run uh he was a wall from, yeah. from the navy and he went to canada thing is all good and then uh he was i don't know toronto or somewhere but um he got jumped by a bunch of white dudes on some racist shit, and then a different group of white dudes Jumped in to save him, being like, "Nah, fuck racist shit," and uh, that was basically the band of Neil Young, uh-huh. and, right. and that's who he started rocking yeah. with. They're so. like, hey, there's
1: a black guy. Hey, those guys are beating him up. Hey, he could be in our band, eh? Hey? Yeah, it's racist, eh? You know he plays bass,
0: right? I've heard that
1: they all do. Okay, let's get him.
0: It's some bugged out shit, but you know, yo, Rick James' life uh, is so insane that I am now sort of interested in Neil Young's life, which I've never been. <laughs> I just did it before. But I'm like, yo, that's crazy. What else? Well, Neil Young's
1: gotten to, like, be crazy famous and then not, but still get to fucking play music and not be. Because this, is, this thing, like, Tom Waits is, was in that way for a while where you could be, like, totally underground famous enough to have your money. And then not, you could walk to an airport and nobody would recognize you. Yes. And that's, like. That's the, the kind, kind of, of famous I want to be, th- bro. And that's kind of going on nowadays where, like. And I'll say Travis Scott's this example, he was mega famous, but when Astro World happened, the main Google thing for the next week was who the fuck is Travis Scott? Yeah. I've never heard of this guy who's yeah. mega famous. So. When we were talking about it, and, probably we did that to him. And it's a it's a weird thing that the whole there's so many people right now where you'll I'll hear about somebody. I have never heard of that motherfucker, and they're like, Well, that's the biggest person to ever do this thing. And you're like, What?
0: That's he's my got shit. More okay. streams than anybody because he farted so, into a balloon. Yo, so I call that author famous, and uh, the reason is because like outside of say Stephen King, right? Like you think about like your ten or twenty favorite authors, like even ones that you really know their work. Yeah. Do you like if you spotted them in public, like if you were in like a hotel lobby, would you like Fight Club guy? No. Being like uh, yeah, him. Chuck Palahniuk. Yep, I've I've read and watched a Tim, bunch of shit. Tim Robbins, or Tom, whatever one. No nope, Tom Robbins, but I did actually meet Tim Robbins in a bar, in Manhattan one time. Mm-hmm. He was very cool, but um, I kept it moving. Uh, also met William Shatner one time. He was a fucking dickhead, and I fucking hit him with sick burn, but um. You get what I'm saying. I mean, radio famous, too. I just saw
1: a picture of Terry Gross on, like, a Colbert thing where they were playing the interview. And right, I was just first. like, I did not have any idea what she looked like. She is much younger than I thought. Yep. And I, I nope. I had no idea she looked like that.
0: No, that's the whole thing. So, that so to Everybody me. Everybody on NPR. What, what I refer to as author famous is that, like, you, no one will recognize your face, but if they heard your name. And then you could just hit him with the light flex, like oh, if, I, you, we get all the time. If they're like, Same oh, name. sir, um, you can't, uh, no, we're out of rooms tonight, and you're like, yo, you don't have a room for a Tim Robbins, and then like, oh, Mr. Sarandon, we have you booked right here. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of shit I want. I want. Um, Such high level Respect for the work That I do on such podcasts As the worst case scenario uh, Subscribe rate review Um, That like Motherfuckers can't not pay me And also just have So much love and respect for the work But they would not know the face yeah. And then I could just walk around in real life and hear motherfuckers talk about me and be like, yo, it's so dope. I wish I could give him a bump up the first class unpaid or like I I would definitely give him a room that was reserved somebody else in my hotel, you know. But then if they see me, they don't know. I think you get it. Yeah, that's the kind of fame I'm looking for. Let me tell you what I'm looking for in a little bit of fame i'm looking for a lot of money zero hassle and uh, a lot of privileges yeah you, I, f- I feel like that's fair i'm looking for no no physical
1: labor that I don't wish to do and didn't think of on my own. Oh, my God. That's basically you. the main thing. Like, yes, I'll dig a hole. I'll plant a garden, yeah. whatever. I just don't want somebody to tell me to do it for fucking a little bit of money. Yeah. Or just
0: at all. Like, if, yeah. if yo, if I dig a hole, it's because I decided to dig a fucking yeah. hole. What's the first you know, hole I ever dug? Or a close friend asked. You know, or yeah, that, that too. I will do things for good friends. Tonight yeah. is kind of special. But I'm just saying, like, no, don't boss me around. I don't do it for no money and fuck you for saying that yeah that's what i'm looking for in a little bit of like i don't i want the money i don't really want the fame but i do want the respect i want people to be like yo your bars are pretty fucking sick dude or your podcast what a big deal it
1: is um honestly i say i don't care if i had the money then i could just make music and then like not let anybody hear it. And they'd be like, Do "You make a new song, I'd be I'd even at, go on Facebook. Hey guys, I made another song, but you can't hear it. I would, When I'm dead, you can have it all. I'll be you can the, the next generation will appreciate me, yo, but you don't deserve it."
0: Dead ass, I would make NFTs out of every song that I did and be like, "Yo, you have to pay like whatever you bid on my song cuz it only exists in this one digital NFT." I'm only saying that cuz I just learned what NFTs were the other day. Yeah, and you
1: <laughs> you know, take a piece of crypto and they just wrap it around anything. And then they're like, hey, look, there's this thing. Yeah, basically. I That's have, what it sounds like anyway. I have a Spider-Man NFT that AMC gave me. And then I have one that says I own AMC. And it's like a gift that spins around because they give their shareholders NFTs sometimes.
0: Shout outs to Mish. So I got two and I'm going to try to sell them one day. I don't know who's going to buy them. All right, real quick. How much time we got left on this episode? Because I want to run down a couple of things. Oh, up to We can do what we want. I know. We can do as much a as lot. we want. How many, how many minutes are we in? 35. 35. Okay. Oh, we got plenty of fucking time. All right, here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Let's fucking speed round this shit. Um, so you saw that the SCOTUS, uh, the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. did yeah. not stand with uh, Trump. Claiming executive privilege, right? Executive privilege belongs to the current president. Absolutely. That's the law. And, you know, fuck the whole SCOTUS anyway, because they're about Mm to fucking abort abortion, but, you know, we can get into that later. We've talked about it a lot. Um, But what I found out the other day was that um, in all of what they're calling the documents of. Like Trump's whole shit Everything leading to January 6th You remember when he You know the riot was going on for roughly three hours And then finally you know Trump made the uh, statement about like Yo uh, everybody go home I love you you beautiful snowflakes You're all my precious little darlings Mm -hmm. And like it was I mean it was weird you know I think we can all accept that uh, Whatever side of the coin you're on But um so apparently you know how trump does everything off the cuff which yeah. is one of the one of the few things i actually have some respect for because i'm like yo uh, as evidenced by this podcast like uh you know everything's off the cuff like fuck it let's get it um but as one might imagine even that speech for him was off the rip uh-huh. and uh apparently it didn't go that way a bunch of times. So that apparently there's a bunch of outtakes. Wow. Where like the people behind the camera were like so I, uh, I feel like maybe you were actually encouraging them, not yeah. you know telling like, them to go on. Could you like, try it you, without can, giggling? Can you do some other kind of way? And so apparently I don't know how many outtakes there are. But um one of the batches of things that are going to uh, the one six commission is the outtakes of Trump being like, oh,, oh, tough room, huh I gotta tell you
1: Well, I heard that he some, they whoever wrote his comments had wr- wrote the um the vote count is over, please go home and then he sharpied the fuck out of that line. He's like, "No, I'm not saying that. nope." you know he nope. wouldn't say that. You know he wouldn't say that. I like the false electors. How like in all these states where he, where he lost, mm-hmm. they went and got Republicans and were like, "Will you pretend to be the electors from your state? You're going to be the Electoral College." Like, but we're not. And they're like, "No, no, no, no. You're going to pretend to be, and we're going to give you fucking false, illegal documents that are you falsified federal documents." And like one of the guys today on the Sunday shows was mm-hmm. out like. Of course I did that, but it's totally fine. It's a legal thing. This Mm -hmm. happened when JFK ran and they had to recount Hawaii. They got multiple alternate groups of electors in case one side went and the other side went. Reporters even like, there was no recount in your state. Those were official. The official elections commission. You met in a secret room and Rui Giuliani gave you falsified documents and said you should go to D.C. and lie.
0: And he's also, you know, about to get subpoenaed. Yeah, he's going to jail. On, on I don't shit. know. You think so? Yep. I don't think he's going yes. to jail, bro. I don't think he's
1: doing it. Uh, no. Okay. Like, he'll die, but he's he's gonna he's he's going to get jail time, and he's gonna die before he goes because there's no way around this one. Like the false document one, is already been. Feds are are on it. I
0: just it. don't think so.
1: I think they're gonna they're they're right now they're dragging their heels just enough that this happens for midterms. Yeah. They don't want it to happen before midterms. They want it to be an open question when votes are getting cast right now
0: no okay sorry right, so this is that brings up a really good question for me that's kind of have a segue is that to say that yo if everything gets proved right and it's the realest realest proof let's just say for all of them Giuliani Trump everyone then he is legally not allowed to run anymore that might be the worst thing to happen it depends you, Like don't get me wrong Like yo That's Yo I think 100% I'm pretty Like I All think this, a- all the shit is right out front We've seen it happen on TV The whole time But It just Dude Do you not think These motherfuckers Act up And act a fool For that you don't think that the, the fucking but there's not the as many. The Boogaloo of them happens because that a happen? lot
1: of the crazier ones are in jail right now, and a lot of their networks have been disrupted. Major blood the is definitely takers, on trial. The Oath Keepers or whatever have yes. just been demolished. Like the Proud Boys are gone. You think gone. they've
0: been demolished?
1: Yeah, yeah. They're well, their leaders in jail, and he's they not got in his jail. He's being on. He's on trial. They have all of their phone records for the tops of the organization, and a lot of people are going to go down because that shit was pretty illegal.
0: No, it definitely was, but they. Don't really seem like
1: they're getting. uh... I don't think there were enough of them to do it before, and their ranks have dwindled. I think the worst case on this is that whoever runs that's not Trump gets a a big sympathy pool, while not having the stigmatizing effect that Trump has. Like if Trump runs again, so many people hate him that they will en masse fight against him running.
0: Oh, I think it's the opposite. But if
1: DeSantis and Haley run,
0: DeSantis—that's who I think is doing it.
1: Then. And then Trump can't run, so he has to back whoever it is, That and that person isn't Trump. Then regular Republicans might be like, well, it's not Trump.
0: Let's give it a go. You know? No, we've talked about this on the show before. That w- th- what really happens after this is not just that, like, eventually Trump becomes the most pedestrian version of the conversation. You know what I mean? Like, it's the... Someone, Because, you know, like he and obviously I'm not the first person to say this. I'm just you know, pointing out for the sake of argument that. Trump used these tactics, but he was too dumb to understand what the mechanisms of power are and, like, how yeah. you work government. And he didn't even build up the wave he rode. Like no, not Steve at all. Bannon, it starts Bannon, the Mercer with, family, David Koch, like, they Reagan, had more to do with, with it than he yes, did. Yes, it starts way back in, like, the 70s, the 80s, all that shit. Completely. None of this, like, I can't. I think me and you are on the same page, correct? That, like Trump is a symptom, not the cause by any means. He's like a late stage, he's stage four yeah. America. He's
1: yeah. Um, more like the bed sores you get from not getting up.
0: Exactly. You know? Exactly. But somebody who actually understands the mechanisms of power, though, Trump has broken so many of them. It would be interesting to see which ones still actually work. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, is it still the way that that works? Yep. Um, so that's an interesting conversation. But the, uh, but the point being, and like I said, I'm not the first person to say this. It's is not an original thought. But just that someone comes behind him and be like, oh, that's who, how you do redneck American demagoguery. But I also actually know, like, I'm a lawyer. I'm an attorney. I'm not, you know what I mean? Someone who actually knows how to make it legal and make it work. Yep. You know, that's what follows well, behind I'd it.
1: I'd say that the, the problem, and this is what, what he created, was Marjorie Taylor Greene mm-hmm. and fucking Madison that's... Crawfish. Like, yep. And Crawthorn oh, fucking... would be an actual problem if he wasn't as confident as he is in his ways. Like, he doesn't realize that he's putting off more of the electorate than he's turning on. Like he has he can't run 80. again. He's not going to run again in his district because he
0: can't. He's no, he's, he's great. gonna take he a different got, no, he district. Out of our di- he's our district. And yo, full disclosure, Madison Madeline Crawfish is definitely in our he's district eleven, North Carolina, Buncombe County. He's but that's what I'm he's, saying is he's a senator from he's Trump led it's to them.
1: Bizarre. And those kind of people make it where Someone who's not as them as they are can't get in anymore. So, like, it'll take somebody that's Trump, but, like, in a way, almost like Bush was, where they can, like, pretend to be a little compassionate, a little, just, just enough to get a little more of the electorate. Because the electorate, no matter what we want to think, it's not dead even. It's,
0: no, you know, it's... there's a
1: reason that woke is in the mainstream and not on the back channel. You know, like, it's more popular. Like, there are more liberals in America than there are conservatives. Yeah, but that's what
0: gerrymandering vote. is about what Yeah, 100%. About? Yeah,
1: totally. I mean, yeah. That's all that they're doing. But that doesn't get the presidency. That only gets you Congress.
0: What? It's first of all, Congress gets you to court, and the court gets you everything else. Yeah, but the popular vote big enough and the electoral college no. If you gerrymander anything, then the fucking electors pick their voters. The voters don't pick their electors. Yeah, but
1: presidential stuff isn't affected by districts, and, and uh, le- except for vote count, and that's more the election committees no, than anything. No, that's
0: legislation, bro. Yeah, but they can't, I mean, they,
1: yeah. To the, to the same, like in Georgia, I'll say the Georgia stuff about not giving somebody water at the mm-hmm. moment is going to energize more voters than it hurts. Because that's Stacey Abrams saying that shit right now. Like people are mad and they're going to stand in line and be thirsty because they're so pissed off right now. It might not last. Another thing in Georgia, three different towns have just sued the census board because they read the census and were like, this says we have 500 people in this town. We're an all black town and we have about 5,000, not 500. What the fuck is this says 500 on your form for? Why did you not count? Right. and, And that's happened in three Georgia towns right now. And that allocates all their funding. So, like, right now, we just discovered that the census undercounted the fuck out of Georgia. And a lot of states and cities haven't been going through it and saying, like, this isn't the number of people we have.
0: Right, but... We count our... We know our population. I feel like you're missing the point, that Like, you know, once... That was a different thing. Once the electors get into office, they get to change the census, uh, yeah.
1: hope, like... And just now the Georgia Republican electors And the Arizona Republican electors mm-hmm. Click that little box for Biden Because they had enough
0: votes to get there For now For now But like yeah once, once you have The uh, Legislators in place And they get to decide Who gets elected Or not even elected judges get put Into place you know what I mean yep. So if you All them Trump judges said Biden won right and but once you gerrymander the fuck out of the shit and then you and then you yep. but you have those gerrymandered uh, elected officials that put the judges in place that are like yep they're supposed to be there but
1: right now there is there are more elect- more gerrymandering getting stopped than than there ever has been in the past like more states have made in- independent boards oversee it and that's hurting democratic you know gerrymandering as well but in many states right now, like there are about seven. Like right now, we have one. Mm-hmm. We, you can't apply to run right now.
0: No, North Carolina is like the marquee, the marquee division of like There's, gerrymandering.
1: Yeah. Maryland is really bad. It's the too. NCAA of gerrymandering. Ohio is pretty bad, apparently, and Ohio has actually like changed their constitution because the the it was such a red you know, like the the state house was so gerrymandered that they couldn't get anything passed the way we are, that they had to do like a direct. You know, voter initiative to add to the Constitution that they don't want gerrymandering anymore. And if you make it if you make it political, Mm -hmm. because here they're allowed to. Republicans are allowed to say we made it because of political reasons. We didn't know they were black. You can't do it because they're black, but you can do it because they're Democrats. And that's totally legal now. But in Ohio, it's not. And this is the first time ever. So, like, they're being challenged and gerrymander has never been challenged as much as it is right now. But it's also... You know, like, this is the time to watch for it. But because of gerrymandering, the Democrats that are in that right now, that's Mm 50-50 in Congress, Mm -hmm. Democrats have more than twice as many votes to get them there as the Republicans do. Because each state has two members of Congress. So, California has two members of Congress, where, and so does Kansas. No, well, it has two members of the Senate. Senate, yeah. in yeah. Congress, or so does Congress Kansas. So does, both. Congress is so both House. So does Kentucky. Right. Kentucky has... Which is bizarre. A fifth of the amount of people. So, like, yeah. if you're a, a liberal from New York, you had a fuck ton more votes to get you there than Mitch McConnell did. Mm-hmm. If you were from California, like, you know, Nancy Pelosi gets 10 times the votes... For and against her, that Mitch McConnell gets. So right. she represents more people. Like, because of the way populations are stacked, the Democrats in Congress right, represent twice as many Americans as the Republicans do.
0: Right. The Senate is uh, bizarre and antiquated.
1: And they almost fixed bodies. it, but that cinema bitch had to fucking go ahead and fucking. The cinema and Nancy. both. That's. Munchin, yo, they, Munchin and cinema. I'm not going to pronounce them right. Yeah, fuck both of them. Like, they're cinema, not. cinema sounds right, but I'm saying it with a C.
0: Like, yo, they're definitely just like. Paid. They're little spies Dude, in the house of. This bill
1: would have reversed Citizens United. That's in the Voting Act. It would have said no more dark money in politics. Yep. That represents somewhere around about half a trillion dollars a year.
0: It's such a big part. Th- of the if that
1: game. much money could stop, was going to stop moving fuck right they were going to spend a billion. They, I'm sure if they went to cinema and were like, see this jump drive right here? There is a billion dollars in crypto on it. Absolutely. If you pick it up and put it in your pocket, no one will know. When you're done with politics, you will have a billion dollars because there's no way they weren't paid. And they both were paid by the Chamber of Commerce. No, it's,
0: I mean, I don't even think that it needs to be a direct tit-for-tat kind of quid pro quo thing. I, like, Yo if you I listen to this podcast It basically broke down The background of like What Joe Manchin's Businesses are oh god yeah And mostly he's A hotelier As uh, one might say Yeah Um, But he's but, got an energy company too Yeah And he just has So many business interests That where you're like Oh Republican Democrat Progressive Liberal Whatever Fucking No this motherfucker just has Whatever label he's running under Has nothing to do With his personal interests are And that's why he Is doing what he's doing And I I almost laughed when I saw it I read somebody who referred to him As the most powerful man in politics And it's like Yeah that's laughable In the sense that like no this motherfucker Is the biggest coward I've ever fucking Read words about but It's also, like, true in the sense that because of the dropping of the dominoes at whatever specific time and place, it's like, oh, he's the only one who has a little Democrat umbrella that's actually really working on some hardcore right wing agenda. And, like, so, yeah. It does actually. That power does drop onto him. For him, just saying yes or no is basically like Joaquin Phoenix in Gladiator. Like he just
1: unless the midterms either number one, if they lose, if they have forty-nine seats, Democrats, mm-hmm. then he doesn't matter whatso fucking ever anymore. No, now, one, if they get, one seat if they one get way or the 52 other fifty two seats, he doesn't fucking matter whatsoever right. He gets primary, he's getting primary. No,
0: it's it only is because specifically how things are right of now. Of the
1: numbers. Right. There was money available and he decided to grab it. His daughter's fucked up too. She works for a drug company. And she basically went to all the drug companies that make fucking EpiPens Mm -hmm. and figured out like who owned it, who had the licenses and knocked out every company except for the one she worked in. She went to ones and were like, hey, we saw you're making these. How about this? If you stop making them, Mm -hmm. we'll give you like two cents off every one we make. We see you're only making like four cents for the ones you sell oh, so you, just, just, you just stop making them You so, either become our
0: customer or we fuck
1: you And up. she basically was like, yeah, we're going to lower our price to nothing Or take a penny piece. So she got their license and paid them So they became the only maker of EpiPens Then she decided they should only be sold in three packs And there was a fucking direct quote That's like, somebody in the company was like So the, nobody's going to buy these at that price And she was like, no, no, we've been doing testing on, on parents And most parents would much rather pay the money than have their child die she wow. fucking said, "No, no, no! They don't want their kids to—they want their kids to be alive, so we can fucking take all their fucking money." And then her mom, who was working for a national fucking school association, made it so that every single school in America had to buy two packs of EpiPens, uh, two, three each packs. Each one,
0: every three pack, yeah. <laughs> and the, the oh, family God.
1: basically fucked every single person with an That's allergy fun, in the country dope. and the taxpayers. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up And the main thing is One three-pack And of this is school. Joe
0: Manchin's daughter
1: And, and wife, yes The main fucking wife. family So allegedly
0: Allegedly well, That's all real Proven in court This is Joe Manchin And his wife and his daughter Are allegedly all pieces of shit Allegedly all pieces of shit no, when I first saw the
1: voting rights Stay bill, I was just Stay like, there is no way this is going to pass in America. You can't take out the dark money from politics. The Koch brothers, lo- or the, the one last one, lost his mind and was like, there's a recorded phone call with Mitch McConnell where he's, go- he's like, we've been testing this and they like it. Our, the Republican voters want this bill. There is nothing that we can we can run against that says that they're, they're okay with. Oh, wait, the, against the- which bill? The, the voter rights, the, the Democratic voter rights, freedom, oh, act or whatever, yeah, yeah. like John, every single. The John
0: Lewis bill? The yeah.
1: other one, there's two. And the yeah. other one takes out Citizens United. That's its all biggest right. thing. And, right. um, they said, and even when Citizens United passed, the mm-hmm. Supreme Court said there should be a law against this, but there isn't, you should make one, you know? Mm-hmm. And so they had made one. And when they were first testing it with Republican voters, they were all for it. And the only thing they could say to make them not like it was AOC and Pelosi want this to pass. This is the <laughs> only thing that makes them that makes them not like it. And that's the yeah, that's the fucked up thing. Also, Mississippi passed the law against the um, critical race theory and every single black member of their house of that just got up and left instead of voting. I mean, none of that. The guy even passing the vote said he did not know what critical race theory was. He knew for sure it wasn't being taught in that state. But he wanted to make the law anyways.
0: Well, not only that, and I've said this before, so I'll keep it brief. It's just that, like, they're just, they, and by they, I mean, like, right-wing pundits and Fox News people, Sean Hannity, uh, Tucker Carlson, people like that. Um, Just They're trying to use the term critical race theory and attach it to any... Pointing out of like, yeah, this is fucked it, up. You no, know, it's affirmative action is what they used <laughs> yeah, to say. Exactly, and, and that didn't work anymore. It's or uh, yeah, yeah, affirmative action, fucking the hundred to one ratio, like all of it. It's and that, the, and same the thing shit. is, is affirmative action has an argument.
1: You know, in both Not directions. Not really, but, but for, okay. for
0: Republicans,
1: you can say, they can say this guy is good at a job but we're not going to hire him because he's the wrong color that is the that's an argument you can use that argument it makes sense you
0: can use it it's not true though no
1: not at all but it 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 works critical race theory there isn't you know their argument is it makes white kids feel bad right
0: but crt has an argument also works it doesn't make it true like no okay intelligent
1: people aren't going to debate it on in public on tv because the republicans know what it really is And they don't right. want it explained because
0: Right but they're trying to attach that term To anything That is a discussion Of race in America And there's two problems With that one Critical race theory is actually a really Complicated thing that uh, Is generally only taught At uh, high levels in law school Because it's like The critical part is about like That it's critically Breaking down systemic racism and how do we get to the root of that as a legal process? But you're not the other side of that is that you would never teach a kindergartner or an elementary school or middle school yeah. or high, even a high schooler yeah. uh, really complicated things about the legal system yeah. in school. Yeah, you're so, not going to bring
1: up buying houses. Yeah, it's but not, you are going to bring up you know everybody's the same you know but but the thing is you can't even do that shit anymore because of the laws they're making right it's and now they're trying to explain both sides of the holocaust to a fucking five-year-old
0: right it's just it's 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 beyond disingenuous yeah
1: no if somebody comes out against critical race theory to me they cease being i don't even have a word They, they cease mattering to me i don't want to say they stop being human to me because that no, you don't well, dehumanize don't, your don't enemies. Ever dehumanize anybody. But we, 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 but they stop being intelligent. They, right. they stop mattering well, to me in well, the public for, conversation. Right.
0: But so before I would get to that step, what I would, and I have not I had to have this conversation with anybody because anyone who would talk to me already knows what it is. But what I would say is that if someone bring brought that term up to me and that they were feeling some kind of way about it, I'd be like, okay, well, what? what is it that you think that is and um most likely it's what we were just saying like it it's that they don't actually understand like oh it makes little white kids Kids feel feel bad bad
1: about slavery that that is it that is the entirety they even said that in alabama they were like it was something about like upsetting (laughs) it was like that's yeah
0: it's just it's it's
1: i'm sorry to even laugh at it like it's fucked up but like a teacher is going to get in trouble somewhere for telling a kid that santa
0: claus doesn't exist slavery's bad (laughs) like what dude it's not funny stop laughing like what (laughs) what yo like you're gonna make white kids feel bad dude it's like first of all do you live here (laughs) <laughs> like have you not been watching every portrayal of black people on t v or like stop making white kids feel bad about what dog like <laughs> what yeah, oh my god I've been watching uh t j hooker at work that's kind of our new thing have I already talked I, about this on the air is that William Shadner hell yeah and
1: he slides across hoods of cars hell yeah, that's what I'd like to
0: If you can imagine William Shatner, like Kirk, but in the 80s, doing slide across the hood, uh, Dukes of Hazzard ass shit. It's that, but also it's like them trying to be super edgy for the 80s, but it was also like um, a Friday night. Yeah. TV show, if you know what I mean, yeah. and uh, like, oh my God, it tries to be so edgy, and uh, I will tell you, it's basically Dirty Harry meets Police Academy, and um, kind of what I see in my mind when I think of Shatner and. So let me ask you this though: you, you at least as a little kid once or twice, you have seen TJ Sh- or TJ? I, I have no idea. Never. I don't. Never? remember. Okay, well I've seen it a bunch, but. um not since I was a kid mm-hmm. and uh, me and my door guy have been watching it every Friday night at the bar and um, while we work and we literally like ignore customers. that mm-hmm. want drinks and be like, no, no way Romano. <laughs> and, um, dude, it's basically dirty Harry meets police Academy. And I mean that in the most literal sense that yo for real, so TJ Hooker is a street wise, you know, mentor cop who literally uses terms like street punk. He's like, You turn your back on the street punk, kid. You better never. And uh, somehow, inexplicably, um, the precinct that he works at yep. and is a street cop at is actually the police academy. So he also, like, His training, teaches. Nerd rubes okay. How to be a cop And then he's like out on the street And like I'm talking about it, He's bucking fools dude Like he's making vans do like 18 jumps yep. and flips And doing explosions and shit And Inexplicably like I just didn't expect this When the premiere The first episode cause we're watching this from day one Mind you On episode one Shatner TJ Hooker is suspended from the force. So they only let him teach at the academy. Like, so you're on suspension for being a kill crazy madman because it was like a questionable shooting. You know what I mean? So instead we're going to let you teach the rubes. And then later in the, that episode, they just show him. Uh, watching TV as a divorced man, mind you, drinking bourbon <laughs> in his Archie Bunker chair, and like in a like '80s leisure suit, and they show him like turn on the TV with his cup of bourbon, like yeah, I'm gonna watch, and it's the news, and they're like, are are the police going too far? Because people like Sergeant T.J. Hooker have been suspended from the force. Because of a questionable shooting. And he's like, bitch. And then they pull back and they show him watching it. And, yo, he's not just chilling there with his cup of bourbon. Bro, in his leisure shorts. Well, I, the the 38, gun, I thought the
1: gun was going to be on his TV tray.
0: Bro, it's in his shorts. It's Yo, it's right in his waistline. And it's never addressed. It's not ironic. It's not nothing. He's just watching a news program about how he's a kill-crazy madman. With his fucking 38 I in his you were drawers, say he
1: shot the TV. No, and they're like, that's the first episode.
0: No, he just drinks bourbon with a pistol pointed at his own dick while he gets furious about the news saying that he's a kill crazy madman. See, I'd be like,
1: they said my name on TV. Famous.
0: It's so fucking good, dude. You, like. It doesn't get old for me See, Shout outs to Mr. Bezlock I recently found this YouTube
1: channel that does like Mini docs on TV shows mm-hmm. Okay the Misfits
0: of Science
1: Oh, I remember that, yeah And I really don't didn't remember it at all I had an idea of what it was, but no There was a black yeah, guy dude. who was really tall
0: No, but dude used to uh, He would shrink The, the white dude with the rock, leather jacket The rock and the rock roll, guy roll guy Who would shoot lasers from his fists And
1: he could run really He could do like the flash every now and then Yeah, he was there.
0: like What was his name? It was like Johnny Lightning Or Johnny Science yeah. or some shit One like that One guy
1: was old And he was cryogenically frozen in in the 30s And it went wrong So when he got opened up again Now he can freeze stuff that he touches And he's blue Courtney Cox She was in Mrs. Science? Is there, and she has um, telekinesis. And they don't really explain it. The whole point of the show is that there's this mega corporation that makes weapons, and they have a division called the Human Science Division, and a lot of the parents of these kids that have these powers are Mm -hmm. um, somehow own the corporation, and so they're all protected by the company. Mm -hmm. So they. The weapons company has a division that keeps people with powers from becoming weapons. Yeah. Protecting them from their own weapon company. And then they break free of it. And get,
0: become heroes. They
1: get an ice cream truck. Right. Because Ghostbusters was popular and uh. they didn't want to do an ambulance so they did an ice cream truck instead. And that way they could keep the cold guy cold in the back of the ice cream wow. truck. Wow. And, and they only had one season. And it didn't last. And then this other one, though, called Auto Man. I,
0: I'm not gonna lie, I watched it. I it's watched Misfits yeah. of Science. Just so, saying,
1: it's like they knew the pa- people were gonna want superhero shit back then, but they didn't take yet because Auto Man was this one that the guys that made Tron took the Tron art and made yeah. the show, and it was Tron was dope. A, a cop, a, a cop in a precinct, but he only who's the computer guy, mm-hmm. and so he writes a program in one day that makes an AI that can jump out of the computer, and it's um, Desi Arnaz Jr and he's Automan, and like light would just become this person and then he'd have a head and his body would look like space and then he had this thing called cursor that floated around and then cursor could just draw a lamborghini and it would become a lamborghini that had like what lights. channel
0: was this on i've never seen this and i've seen all the fuck CBS. Shit. it
1: came they, they thought that it could like be their next night rider because they were cars because cursor could make a lamborghini or a helicopter or a motorcycle and it would be like trimmed in light like tron
0: how could they yo i don't know what CBS exec failed on that, but Parted how? Off. First of all, how could that miss? The '80s entirely was about three things. It, it went against night riders, helicopters, street racer cars, and motorcycles. It went up against night like, riders, Transams during like, car. No, oh, you when, mean Kit versus car? When the evil, the evil twin?
1: version of Kit yes. that wasn't compassionate came back yeah. to get revenge, yeah. that was going on.
0: And also Michael Knight's twin he, also yeah. drove it when he had a soul patch. Yeah, a
1: soul patch, yeah. yeah. But because Michael Knight, you might not remember, the cop that was Michael Knight. I bet you I do remember saying. In, in his origin, he had his face smashed in a, in a crash.
0: Michael Knight did.
1: Yeah, so he, when he had his face rebuilt, it mm-hmm. was rebuilt to look like the guy from the Knight Corporation-
0: whoa that's not he
1: didn't look like it was a different actor in the very beginning it wasn't and it was it was they hired wait, they hired him to be there in the crash in the in the pilot you know he was just it was a different person wait His the pilot
0: literally gets... starts this way
1: yeah yeah he, he it's yeah. not just now, I some think shit they rewrote no i think he wakes up in the beginning and he's, they're like you know what happened and he's like well you were in a crash you almost died we rebuilt your body People think like you're the now. Man kind your, of shit. your old name is now dead, and He's now Steve. here's your new here's your new identity. You you're sure
0: gonna, about Steve
1: You're you're gonna drive this car around, hang on the back of our semi, and solve
0: crimes. <laughs> and
1: apparently, there is a um a reboot with like I don't want to say James Gunn, but somebody big in Hollywood is thinking about doing it again. Because I've always said what they needed to do was all the good deeds he was doing were somehow mm-hmm. just helping the Knight Corporation's profit bottom line. Okay, like he might be saving somebody, but he was somehow hurting their competitor, and the in the you know somehow they could make it where right. was like he's, just a corporate tool he's whitewashing their um their whole reputation or whatever and i i just basically they were like seven or eight car shows made at the time of knight rider that didn't take where they were trying
0: like everybody wanted their own knight rider Right, but it's and it's also weird because I will. First of all, I just want to preface all this by sidebar. You did blow my mind. I didn't know any of that shit. I didn't remember. I didn't um, know the face thing. I thought that's just what he looked like. Did not know any of that shit. Uh, but secondly, what I'll say is that. Yeah it's super weird That they couldn't style bite Knight Rider Because Yo We talked about Many times on this show Like how the fuck Was Airwolf a thing It was just Biting off Blue Thunder And Blue Thunder Was only making A fucking TV show Out of a fucking movie And all they needed Was a helicopter At the time
1: Apparently that's what Brandon Tartikoff's Whole thing was Was like that movie was hot. The fuck, are you talking about? I don't know who he is. Who the
0: fuck is Brandon Tartikol?
1: He was somebody in TV back in the day, and then he made a bunch of shows. But be his be his whole thing in the eighties and nineties was like, that movie was hot. You know, now make a make a
0: show about it. See, I know like um, Mike Post. He did all the music for all the dope eighties crazy. You know, like he did the A yeah. the team. Probably Blue Thunder, fucking Magnum PI. Definitely did Magnum well, PI. I know that the
1: guy that did Auto Man did Magnum PI. not the music. I'm about he did, theme he, did music, he was the, the producer. He was the same guy that did Battlestar, and that was even though it was like, oh, Star Wars is hot. I got this idea. Anytime He's something was big, off he was like, John Williams. I got an idea.
0: He's ripping off John Williams. But Mike Mike Post well, this guy didn't... wasn't
1: music. This guy was production. He wrote he wrote the shit.
0: No, you can tell a Mike Post theme. From a mile away And we're talking about like Magnum PI Riptide The A-Team He probably even did Like other than uh, I would say What's his name Fucking um, Danny Elfman Other than Danny Elfman Like I bet you I bet you money That Mike Post And Danny Elfman like were arch nemeses in real life like they wanted to fight each other like
1: I recently was watching on um the movies that made ah. us does the Nightmare Before Christmas yeah and he goes into Elfman was boingo boingo broke up yeah he didn't have anything to do and um what's his name um Tim Burton mm-hmm. really really fucking like boingo, boingo and so when he was going to make I'm done. I I'll, I'll, say, I'll say maybe Edward Hirsch hands it was one of his early Probably, ones yeah. he was like Hey, I want him to do the score. And so mm-hmm. that guy's agent was calling Elfman and he was like, I don't know how to fucking do a movie score. What, the, what are you talking about? And he was like, nope. And then they're like, look, I'm going to the meeting and I'm going to say you're going to do it. And he was like, fuck it. Fuck it. I'll do a movie. And then he's just like, and that's what that that was from then on. That was my attitude in Hollywood was fuck it. Just say yes and fucking learn. I don't know if I should call bullshit on that or
0: not because what I have to say well, is him that, no, that. but Danny Elfman fucking uh, made Dead Man's Party. Mm-hmm. Which is from a song in a movie. Right, but it's a lot of Oingo Boinger. It is, you're right. Oingo. that's an Oingo Boingo song. You're right. But it's from because he did uh the theme to Weird Science. Yep. He did uh Dead Man's Party, which is from um fucking after school. No, not yeah. after school. What's it called? Uh the, the Ronnie Daniels, yeah. my favorite fucking Back, ride. To school. Back to school. Thank you. But those are both songs from their favorite. albums.
1: They just made those songs. And they just do them in it. And then somebody was like, oh. Weird Science was the song before the movie. There's they no named the movie after bullshit. the song. No, he they, that movie wasn't called that while they were writing it. They were just they they the guy, you know, he was Johnny it after wrote the
0: song. Yeah. It's from an album. Look oh, look. Look now. at the words
1: on it. They're not, nothing to do with building a woman. In any way shape or form. Oh my
0: god are you kidding me None of that That movie is not about anything And the song is not about anything But like It's definitely super weird And it's one of my favorite Funniest movies But I tried to like Show it to the little homie A couple years ago Um He's 11 And I showed it to him Like two years ago And I, I was laughing my ass off at it And I thought he would Laugh he was like We got like halfway through Paused and he was like Yo so They Created a woman so that they could do sex stuff to her. And I was like oh. And he's like, and then later they get drunk and do racist voices. They traded her off for other chicks against their will so they could do sex stuff to them. And I was like, ah Who only this
1: and those new girls like them now because they're wearing fancier the clothes scene.
0: and funny in the 80s like uh, it was just not working out it didn't work out no. at all i mean everything from the 80s is wildly problematic we don't have to revisit that ferris bueller but. isn't oh. isn't too bad no first of all everything he, and that's just happy good times
1: most for the most part i'm glad you bring i'm not that remembering that up. any rapes no, the okay, there might okay, be one
0: okay I'm, I'm glad you bring that up because here's the thing that i was raised on john hughes movies you know what i mean we're talking about Ferris Bueller, Breakfast Club, Weird Science, uh, Better Off Dead, fucking so, so many Johns that you like, yeah, Yo, it's amazing. But even without, like, you know, people talking about microaggressions or like even without anything super aggressive, if you go back and watch that shit the, now, the driver, what, what you what you can recognize is that for However, progressive it was uh john hughes was envisioning a world without black people there is yeah. not and i mean not well okay i there, can't think of any there main is characters no is there is no skin. there is no singular actual black character i wouldn't even say, say John am white you know i don't i'm in not even literally duck dong like Right, horribly stereotypical. Right. Long, long Duck Dongs is, is an aggressively racist character. In Better Off Dead, when John <laughs> Cusack uh, ends up in the tr- in the trash yeah. truck, and you remember the, the trash guys, oh, they just do they just a perfectly good white boy, and they do it in the most stereotypical eighties black guy voice. Um, but the only time, and even like, even if you just ignore all that, there's just no black. Or other than white people in a John Hughes movie, period. And if you look at Ferris Bueller, which is, from what I, you know, at least for my vibe, is like the least problematic. The only black there's two, and I want to. I'm using this term liberally. Mm-hmm. Two black people in the whole movie. One is the black dude that steals the Ferrari, the Puerto Rican dude. Remember when he goes to parking yep. in Chicago? the other black person is the entire black ensemble dance number yes. when Ferris does on the float. Yeah. And and a and baby. A yes. And all of a sudden brought and, back the Beatles. Mind you, you're talking about Chicago, this movie is taking place of them skipping school and going to Chicago. And the only time black people come into it is a coordinated dance number. Um, out of any black people from Chicago I know,
1: they probably don't hang out at at, um parades where Donkey Shank they also
0: probably don't do coordinated dance numbers to Beatles songs, yeah, or like stick around when some white dude just sings Donkey Shane. Um, but more importantly, what I like about Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Is that the only time, in my opinion, that fucking John Hughes addresses his own innate racism. And it's the only time in Ferris Bueller that he ever loses any conversation. Is when he goes, like we talked about, when he parks the Ferrari in the garage. And he's like, don't worry, I'm going to slide the guy of And he pulls out a fiver, And uh, the Puerto Rican dude walks up and he goes, hey, you speak English? He's like. Mm, what country do you think this is, man? Yeah, and right there, Ferris he breaks the fourth wall and he looks right at the camera. And he's like, ah, and he cringes at himself. And it's like, oh, that was fucking wild, racist, right there. And like, it's the only time that he does not cap back or win any conversation. And it, I'm convinced that it's that is John Hughes being like, yeah, I'm am, I am kind of racist. I am pretty racist. No, it's
1: Ferris Bueller. I remember even the beginning of that movie, watching him wake up, made me realize how poor I was. <laughs> like, all this shit he had in his room. And even now, as an adult, I'm like, he's got a fucking emu key. You know how much that keyboard cost back then? Holy fuck. How did he even know to get a sampler of that fucking quality just sampler, so he could fucking cough?
0: You
1: yeah. <laughs> and say you know not like depeche mode barely just bought a fucking emu nobody had that keyboard and like it just the whole stereo system of his room and the whole automatedness of it i was just like
0: yeah, you mentioned that's definitely got it's a midi keyboard right because if the no, cough is it's going it's, up and down it's
1: yeah. a the emulator yeah. the emu is one of the earliest like okay the Fairlight sampler you, you mm. saw on you might have seen on the cosby show mm. when all the cosby's jamming went to the, on the to, one
0: jam jamming on the one
1: they went to see stevie wonder in the studio yeah, and he so, showed them the Fairlight then the next step in sampling was the emu which was just crazy expensive and you could put Mm. a disc in there and you could record a sound into it and then play it across the keys and that was fucking huge like the mpc hadn't come out yet where you could go across the pads like you know it was huge to have not have a computer and be able to do that and there was a computer in it whatever but Whatever, it was a really expensive keyboard for a child to be holding, you know, and that that just showed me that I saw movies where the rich people had stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. like the toy, you know, when extremely rich people had fancy shit in Mm -hmm. their room, but when I saw a suburb house
0: with that, I was like, oh shit, there's like an upper middle class I don't even know about. I'm down here fucking... Sharing You're, a room and shit. In fairness, you were fucking white trash, and yeah, you yeah. were you were trailer trash. Yeah. And you know, I say that as someone who had a toilet dumpster in their backyard, so I don't judge you. Like that's probably why we're here doing a broke ass podcast this day. Um, do you want to wrap it up? On you want to
1: close Robert it on that, or it. I'd say, speaking of all these '80s tropes, hmm. this weekend a truck full of monkeys on its way to a laboratory in pennsylvania mm-hmm. crashed on the highway and a bunch of experimental monkeys escaped now only four or five of them got away and according to all the reports now they've either captured or you know most likely killed all the monkeys that they're all accounted for I now. They, oh
0: it, actually you know what that is what I it was accounted for yeah. they probably murdered those fucking monkeys didn't and, they and my, my first i mean how long were the monkeys out you think
1: they bit any wild animals and spread their monkey Juice all over them Because I've seen That Outbreak movie And all they need mm-hmm. right now Is like Matthew Broderick And I don't, I don't know to, like, Samuel L. Jackson To give him COVID? Like, we, 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 hope it's co- we hope it's COVID It could be like Some kind of new Lemon-lime disease It could be some new twist We don't even fucking Have any clue about Bro, It could that, be the real COVID
0: You do understand that Fucking That shit started right here In UNC That shit's real What's that monkeys? And, COVID How's that? Nah, we're not gonna. Get, okay. This is the end of the episode. That's a, That's a uh, what do they call that? A uh, cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger. Yeah, it started at uh, the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill. Sorry, and hold on, COVID started as a joint venture between University of North Carolina Chapel Hill and that pandemic research center in Wuhan. And on that note, we are closing tonight. Worst knots. you have been rocking with the worst with my man, Adam Strange, who is not making the claims that I also did not make because, uh, you know, those are alleged. And, uh, he is Adam Strange, AKA Tooth Willis, AKA Saddam, who's strange, the vice count dirty finger, the vice count dirty finger. I am your host. Fallyo Iglesias, MC Onion, the Rapscallion, Punani DeFranco, the Boulevard Thunder God, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie, giving much love and shout outs to the disappeared and missed Woko Ono, Silvery Plath, Alicia Silverstoned. Uh, there's a Babe Roof joke in there somewhere, and uh, you have been rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario, because two wrongs don't make it right, but three wrongs definitely make it worst. Bitch!